From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome back to the Anxiety Project podcast number 114. I am Brad Robinson. This episode, I am tackling the last three human needs, beautifully laid out by Tony Robbins. And last week, we talked about the first three human needs, which were certainty, the need for certainty, the need for variety, which also means the need for uncertainty, and then the need for significance. This week, it's the need for connection, the need for growth, and the need for contribution. Now, before I get into that, I want to go over your comments on last week's episode. Joe underscore H says, I really connected with the need for certainty. I always need to know whether sensation is a serious health issue. This episode made me more aware of what I need to work on Thank you. Thank you, Joe, for your comment. Ruth Nicole says, I worked in an office as well, and I actually got tired of the routine. Adding more uncertainty to the draining certainty is needed. Yes, very true, Ruth. I was in that office, and there was this underlying uneasiness, restlessness, and it was this need for connection, which I will get into in this episode. It was that need for connection, but also the need for something new to happen because every day just bled into the next. And I was in that, at that moment in my life, I was really unhappy. I was, I felt lonely. I felt bitter and I was just given into all of my desires, uh, you know, those, those instant gratifications you know, the junk foods, the pornography, whatever it was, it, whatever made me feel good for that moment, I went after it because there was just this hollowness within me. Thank you for your comment, Ruth. Um, just Jen writes, loved the episode. Thank you, Brad, for the tools to better my life. Yes, thank you, Jen, for your comment. And living in the Western world, I grew up not knowing any spiritual technique, tools. We need this in the curriculum. We need to learn how to let go of guilt, shame, and that that bitterness. How to let go of the ego. How to get into the present moment. How to spend time with ourselves. I see it all the time. Mothers in the grocery store handing their child the iPad, the phone, just to distract them, to shut them up. And I see this all the time. And, you know, children grow up constantly, constantly disconnected because of these tools, like the uh, like this technology. And so I wish that I learned growing up how to spend time with myself. I did but also how to handle and how really how to learn how to handle challenges throughout life which inevitably come how do we handle the stress how do we how do we overcome those obstacles what are the tools and so uh, that's what i 
that's one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast is to provide the tools, the tools that really helped me overcome severe anxiety, helped me overcome my dependency towards materialism and my dependency of others, right, for, for that reassurance. So today's episode, let's get into the three needs, which are the need for connection, the need for growth, and the need for contribution. The need for connection. And this can happen in a negative way from a health anxiety sufferer. Like I said before, it was that need for the uh, reassurance, right? And and that that can be misinterpreted as connection, but it's a unhealthy connection, right? And so the anxiety sufferer makes the connection between talking about their sensations and the attention or the support they receive from talking about it. A lot of people get this false, unhealthy connection even from complaining. They feel like they're being heard when they're complaining, but it's really unhealthy. It's a negative aura that they're projecting onto the world. And this can keep you in a dependent state, right? This reassurance. You want to be the person who can handle the set of all problems across time, right? And that requires you to have tools on your tool belt to do that, right? You know what to do. If, if the dragon of chaos pops up, which inevitably it does, what are you going to do in that moment? What are you going to do to handle this situation, right? And it takes a long time to, to get used to these techniques, but they work. They work. And so you want to be that person who's self-sustaining, right? You want to be the person who's very independent. And so... Healthy connections begin when you overcome anxiety. And I recognized this when I became more disciplined. The family around me saw my attitude change and my values change. The dependency I had over them changed. I became more independent. I started to spent a lot more time with myself learning about anxiety. I spent a lot of time reading by myself, developing this discipline. And whenever I felt the urge to call them for reassurance or, or talk about my sensations, I would replace that with a recovery video. I would surround myself with the mentors I was looking up to. And so... The more self-conscious I became over my faults, over my insecurities, over my challenges, the more open I became to other people. And so I would speak about the small goals I was achieving. Oh, I read this book in the bookstore. Oh, I overcame this panic attack today and I didn't call you for reassurance or I didn't, uh, I didn't run out of the building. I stayed there. So I would talk more about my achievements. And 
then the people around me began to open up to me as well. I remember starting the anxiety project and an old friend or somebody I knew, it wasn't, he wasn't even a friend. He was a classmate of mine. And he messaged me on Facebook saying, Brad, I'm so elated. I'm so grateful that you're talking about these challenges you faced because I currently face these challenges and I've been facing these challenges for a long time. Once I started to speak the truth, other people connected with that, right? Because for most of my life, I thought it was it was okay to hold on to all of these challenges, not to tell anybody about the struggles, right? That it was some, it, it showed weakness, right? To talk about struggles. But I realized after my recovery that it's actually one of the strongest things you can do is to speak forth the inadequacies, the faults, the struggles that you go through. That's strength. That's power. And it's also freedom. It's freedom. And so I, I recognized that I was able to connect with other people through my projection of my struggles and what I went through with anxiety. And there's so much beauty in that. There's so much beauty in speaking the truth. And it's it's freeing, right? The truth will set you free. I didn't really understand this until I started to speak the truth about what I've been through. And so being part of a community where you share your breakthroughs is really powerful. And that's one of the aspects of the anxiety project is, is talking about the challenges, but also talking about your breakthroughs as well. And the, my channel is all about breakthroughs. It's all about progression, right? All of my videos and podcasts and blog posts, these are about how can we better our lives? How can we overcome the challenges? the tools and techniques. That's what you want. You want information to put you in formation towards your higher self. And so you want to surround yourself. You want to subject yourself to people who overcame similar challenges as you. And they emit that positivity, that positive energy. You want to surround yourself because it's toxic right? Because when you're subjected to somebody or when you're surrounding yourself with somebody who's, <clears throat> excuse me, who's at a higher place than you, who's at a more successful point in their lives, instead of that envy, <clears throat> which always comes up, by the way, that envy always emerges. But the more you just ignore that envy or push that envy aside, the more you, the more you subject yourself to these people, the more you're going to absorb their tools, their techniques, their words, their positive energy. And so when you're 
well, you can look at it like like attracts like, right? Like attracts like. So if you're on those forums that where people complain about their symptoms all the time, you're going to be in that anxious identity for for a longer period of time. You're just going to be stuck there. You want to be around people who relate to your story but also got to a better place in their life. And people's energy emits, right, because of their emotions. So if they have ne- someone has a negative emotions, they're emitting a negative energy. If they have positive emotions, they have a positive attitude, they have a developing mindset, they are, they are emitting a positive energy that attracts people to them, right? They manifest the positives. And so let's get into the next need, the need for growth. And when we grow, and when we see ourselves growing, we overcome a small goal that we're working on, we get a dopamine kick from that growth. And so watching recovery videos at home, when I was struggling with health anxiety, and I was watching these recovery videos from people who overcame anxiety and who are talking about tools and techniques to overcome anxiety, I was taking notes. And this was the beginning of, of my journey. And I, I remember recognizing when, when I was taking these notes and I was watching these videos and I wasn't doing anything else but that, I was recognizing that I was, my day was more meaningful that I was growing in some way. I didn't I didn't tell myself, "Oh, wait, I'm growing." It was just unconsciously I was just manifesting um this new uncertainty that I needed, this positivity, right? And I was a student. I I surrendered to the fact that, "Oh, I'm a student now of anxiety. I'm I'm in this learning phase, and this learning phase was one of the biggest moments of my life because I was still anxious, but I I felt better that I was spending the day uh, watching these videos, listening to these podcasts and writing notes because I wanted, I, I, I was, I wanted to get out of the place I was in so badly. And then I started to read in the bookstore. I started to challenge myself with these small goals. Okay, I want to go to the bookstore and I want to read, sit in that bookstore and read for a couple hours. And then I started to do that. And I, I recognized, oh, wait, I can do that. I can sit here. I never thought I could do that before. I wasn't a reader before. Now I'm in this bookstore. I read for two hours. Look how many pages I got through. I got through 50 pages of this book. I couldn't do that before. So I started to get these dopamine kicks that, huh, you know, I started to prove my old self wrong. All of these negative thoughts, the thoughts that prevented me from going into that bookstore, the thoughts that prevented me from watching those recovery podcasts or watching those recovery videos and writing down notes. You know, I started to overcome these negative thoughts and I kept getting those dopamine kicks and that kept me going through the recovery process. So you have to set the bar low enough low enough so that you can attain it, you get the dopamine kick, and then you can continue going up the ladder, right? And that's really important. 
And also in the morning, in your morning journal, write down the challenges of the day. Because when you say to yourself that this is a challenge, going to work is a challenge, you're saying to yourself that I'm able to overcome it. It's a challenge. It's going to be difficult, but it's possible that I will overcome this thing today. Really powerful. So you have to burn off the dead parts of ourselves over time, the parts that are not working for us, the negative programs that have been installed within us early on in our lives. All of the thoughts come from, all of our thoughts come from negative or positive programs, the programs that have been installed within us, right? We could have installed all of these negative programs within us over time and cementing these programs through our actions and behaviors, through our habits, right? And so we have to uninstall these negative programs. And to do that, we have to change the circuitry. And to change the circuitry, we have to adopt and replace bad habits with new positive habits we have to and through those positive habits we change our identity so ask yourself are there things that i want to change but i can't seem to change so take inventory what are the habits that you want to change but you find it very difficult to change and that's the be- beginning of a new challenge Overcoming one challenge, setting that bar high enough, picking that challenge and then working at it will get you that dopamine kick. And then you start to, you burn off that old habit, right? You replace that old habit with a new one. And so you're burning off that dead part of you. You're uninstalling that program that has been running your life possibly into the ground, right? In a negative way, right? That that program has been infecting you. It's toxic. And so, no one wants to see a 30-year-old, 20-year-old. No one wants to see that. If you're suffering from challenges at 25, for example, and then 10 years later, you're in the same boat, you're suffering from the same things, you're complaining about the same things, and you're still your same self, think of the people around you. They wouldn't continue to be around you. They'd think, oh, look at this guy, he's still the same way, he's still the same guy as if he was still 25. He's not, he's not changed. He needs to get a grip. And those people probably want to slap you out of it, right? If you're the same person, that's not good, right? You don't want to be the same person. You want to grow. You want to continue to burn off the parts of you that are not healthy, right? So no one wants a 40-year-old Peter Pan who's still living on Pleasure Island ignoring responsibilities and and giving into impulsive pleasures and things like that. No one wants to see that, right? It's time to burn off the parts of you that are not serving you. And so there's, there's a possibility, which I, I want to touch on this too, that the programs that you're running, your unhealthy programs could possibly manifest into diseases. That people who believe that they're unhealthy, who are always in fight, flight, or freeze, and are obsessing over their health, 
it's possible that they could actually manifest a real disease because people who believe they have a disease will eventually manifest that in the future. It, and genes, genes are, I hear people saying, you know, it's in my genes. And that's not true. 95% of, of your actions and beliefs and your thoughts and everything else determines the outcome. Not in 5% of the time, it's your genes. The other 95%, it's your environment. So that's really interesting. What do you believe? Do you believe you're healthy? Do you believe that you're really going to manifest this thing? Do you believe that you are going to change, that you're going to overcome these obstacles? It's all in the mind. The mind is so powerful. That's how powerful it is. And so the next need I want to dive into is the need for contribution. Now, this is really the recovery period. When you overcome the challenges, maybe you overcome alcohol addiction, you overcome anxiety or health anxiety, whatever it is, you overcome this huge hurdle in your life. Now's the time to give back, right? And human beings have this need within them to, to give back. And you don't have to give back strictly because you overcame anxiety or alcohol. You can give back in many ways. It could be it could be words of encouragement. It could be a compliment you give somebody. It can be, you know, helping somebody that, that's struggling with something. Maybe you're helping someone move. Maybe you're doing people a favor. Just giving back in some way really takes you out of that self selfishness and it brings you into more of the present moment. It brings you more into the moment. And, it, and you're, you're thinking of other people rather than yourself. And that's really the goal of recovery is to how can you give back? Because when you, when you overcome anxiety, you're going to emit this positive energy. You're going to emit this different, this different, you're going to manifest different things and you're going to manifest different people. You're going to manifest uh, different jobs, even your priority shift, especially mine. And so when I was working in an office before as an editor, I, I had this longing for growth and connection. It was, it was just pulsating from within me. And, and that's when I began to read A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. That was the first self-help book I read, A New Earth. And it's a powerful book, man. It talks about the ego. It talks about um, how to be in the present moment, how to disconnect from the ego, why the ego is toxic and how to, how to be, have that presence. Right. And that's when I, I started to get outside of my mind and then into the present moment, but it was only for a short period of time. Right. 
but that's but the reason why I'm telling you this is because I at this moment it was the first spiritual awakening I ever had where oh my god I don't have to be stuck in my mind that these I can actually observe these thoughts and not buy into them that was eye-opening that changed the game for me that's when I realized that oh wait there's I've been looking at things all wrong I've been so deep in my unconscious mind so selfish giving into all my impulsive pleasures and desires and and wants and all of these things and not really thinking about other people not really thinking about what I really want you know not even paying attention to my true feelings ignoring the pain and guilt and all of the repressed highly emotional memories that I have and so Then I kept working at that job, and then after reading the book, I kind of went back into unconsciousness. But then that 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 yearning to get back to that state always stayed with me, and I realized that there is there has to be something more. I I kept saying to myself, "There's something more than this. I'm so bored working here. I don't feel fulfilled working here." And I, it was that longing for connection. And so when I finally recovered from anxiety years later, I started to give back. And like I said before, even on that Facebook chat where I was talking to that friend or a classmate from high school, this deep a beautiful connection really emerged from from that conversation it's like oh and then my dad opened up to me about his struggles with anxiety which i found to be quite beautiful to say the least because we all have things underneath the surface that we are contending with the dragon of chaos you don't have to scratch too far under the surface of someone's life to find tragedy to find pain and suffering right and so there's this freeing aspect of sharing of talking about the struggles and talking about the breakthroughs especially the breakthroughs of how we overcame those struggles and when my dad opened up to me about the things that he went through and was currently going through before he got into this amazing routine that he is now meditating and and reading and all of these and exercising which is just phenomenal um it's a beautiful thing to open up it's a beautiful thing to speak the truth it's a beautiful thing to connect and to give back in some way it could be that word of advice it could be a, a donation it could be um, talking to other people who are struggling whatever it is it brings us out of our selfishness and it brings us into a more connected state of oneness that we all are the same on on some level on a deeper level right it's we're all the same on a deeper level we're all, we are all the same 
when we reach that state of consciousness awareness, right? And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. I am so grateful for your comments. Please uh, send me those via whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or you can send them to me at unpluganxiety.com. I am going to do a Q&A episode, so send me your questions. And lastly, remember, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's powerful anxiety recovery program is available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. What are you waiting for? Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.